cliffcentral.com. Hi there, and welcome to the Futurology Show. It's Michael Cowan here, and I've got uh, the big Brett in with me. Not not the brave Brett, but the big Brett. Hi. <laughs> big brave. Mike, you Big brave up. Brett. Brett, we miss you, pal. Yeah. Um, we hate it when you're not in the show with us. And, no, uh, no one to rag too hard. No one to rag. <laughs> So, yeah. I must admit, we, we had a good ragging with Brett uh, when we uh, spent a bit of time with Mike Sharman last week. How crazy was that shit? That, that, was, that was cool. I digged it because there were two mics in the studio with, a studio with two Bretts. It, ma- it made me feel... Mike, why do I desperately feel I have to say no, Mike? We had six mics. Yeah, well, yes. This, you know, this is Jack is really, <laughs> really tough. Dad joke of the year, right? It's, it's the worst joke <laughs> of the year. Absolutely. Worst joke. But it was. It was a really good uh, a good show. I mean, Mike's a really cool actor. And he's got a great sense of humor. I don't humor. know if Mike's talking about Mike or Mike himself. Yeah, look, it was my talking about Sharman, right? No, it was my schizophrenic personality in the studio <laughs> that was actually pretending to be Mike Sharman. <laughs> Sorry, Mr. Sharman. Uh, I'll make it up to you. I'll buy you a beer someday. I have someday. to admit, Mike is one of the funniest guys I've ever met. Yeah, you, he really is. I'm sorry you didn't do that joke he did for us at the end of the show. On, I thought on it was life. hilarious about the Irish and, about the, pig the, Irish, and the pig's yeah. tail. Yeah, I, yeah. I would like to try, but I'm not bold enough to do anything like that. No, and I think I think the way Mike said it is, you know, most of jokes come in the delivery, and certainly you don't have the delivery, Brett. But <laughs> Come in where? Come in the delivery. <laughs> <laughs> right, guys. So we are in the Futurology Show. So what are we talking about today, Brett? Well, um, I must admit I'm pretty damn excited about this because I go on about it the whole bloody time. And that's solving problems, right? Yeah. We've got to solve the right problems. And if we don't get that done, we're not going to make money or solve humanity and human problems either. So really important that we start focusing on being able to solve the right problems. And I couldn't have got a better to guess. And the, the first time I met Gideon and Raymond, they blew my mind away. We spent literally the whole meeting rather solving the world's problems. So, guys, welcome to the show. Hi, you, Gideon. Yes, Hi, you, welcome. Raymond. Welcome. Thank you so much, Brett. I, I think this is, this is amazing. I'm actually quite excited to be here. No, it's an absolute privilege to have you, and if we have the same kind of conversation that we did last week, was it? It was crazy. Yeah, it was, absolutely. It just kind of happened, I think. I mean, um, every single time we go around and we have meeting and we get a chance to talk about what we're really passionate about, mm. I think we just throw it out there. You know, we don't know who is listening, and yeah. and I mean, you guys were very receptive, and I think it was great. It was, yeah. Life's too short to apologize, isn't absolutely. it? Absolutely, yeah, absolutely. Don't be politically correct all the time. And yes, actually, yeah. we we do have the brightest human being I've ever had in a room, and that's Raymond. What? What are you talking about? What are you talking about? Not Harvard, <laughs> not Harvard at all, Brad. Um, I. Uh, I think, uh, I spent too much time in, in school, um, which is not really what the world needs today. We don't need a lot of people <laughs> so, so spending the all their academic. lives in these institutions, right? So did you spend too much time because you were so clever or because you had to keep repeating classes? You know what? <laughs> Mike, that's not you. Mike, <laughs> to be honest, <laughs> to, ask, eh? to be honest, because I was scared of what I needed to do really, yeah. right? Um, I think we spend a lot of time in school yes. because we want the safety, we want the security, we want to be conventional in a way, and we are afraid to actually pursue what we really want to pursue, and we wa- we don't want to follow our passions. You know what I mean? No, absolutely. it is scary out there. Yeah, but there's value in that as well. There's value in school, absolutely. but I think we over. 
I don't know, we overvalue the value, if that even makes well, sense. I'm, glad, like, I'm yeah. glad you spent a lot of time in school because, um, you know, we're in business together and, and, and the fact that you've been able to bring all of those experience and, and those, those knowledge to the company was also something that we really appreciate. So guys, they're in the same business together, yes, right? Yes. Yeah. Tell us a little bit more about your business and your relationship. I think it's good to set the scene before sure. we actually go solve some real problems. Yeah, because yeah. we're going to solve every problem today, aren't yeah. we? We've got an hour. That's an interesting question. Um, 13 years ago, um, uh, Ray's brother, his name is Jeffrey, he's not mm. here today because he had some interesting work to do. Um, him and I, we met under very interesting circumstances and, and we hit it off and then we were, you know, we were friends for five years and then we started a business together. And then about 10 years after, I found out that he had a brother and he was an MBA, uh, top 35 or something was being sponsored by Obama to go to the U.S. and learn from... Is this you, Ray? Yeah, that's, that's yeah. Ray. Yeah. 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 And so that, I told you we had a rock yeah. star in the room, yeah, right? Did, yeah. <laughs> yeah. And at, at that point in time, I, I thought, no, that's the kind of guy that we need, right? Yeah. yeah. I mean, I am more driven towards techie. Jeff is towards business. He he had a, an engineering background. And then, yeah. you know, Ray was busy walking up the ladder. And, and I thought, no, if Ray could join us, that would be great. So we spent the next five years chasing after him. He's traveling Fantastic. around the world doing NBA World Summit while we were waiting for him to come back to us. Oh, wonderful. Fantastic. Yeah. Fantastic. That's where we met. We were discussing the NBA yes, World Summit, right? indeed. And yeah. that's coming to South Africa. In 2018 in Cape Town with the University of uh, Cape Town's Graduate School of Business. That's oh, where I did my MBA. Yeah. And yeah, in 2018 in March, we're bringing 100 MBA students from around the world to meet in Cape Town for three days. And one of the days is around, you know, how do we solve some challenges that Cape Town faces? Yeah. And okay. you know, those challenges, I suppose, are relevant to the country, relevant to the continent. Yes. And hopefully we can, you know, export some of these solutions Absolutely. around the world. You know what I mean? Beautiful. Yeah. That's fantastic. Beautiful. But I still don't know what your business is. <laughs> yeah. What do you guys do for a business? That's well, a good point. Um, before Ray and I got here today, we were we were talking about the essential things, yeah. right? And uh, one of the motto that we have in the company is, let's just you know, let's just cut the bullshit, right? Let's not yeah. talk about how much company you can build, but how much problem you can actually solve. Mm, and yeah. I think about thirteen Lovely. years ago, we we decided to go into business because we saw a lot of um, you know we saw a lot of challenges that we thought that we could help with. And it hasn't been easy, but certainly at this point in, in time, 13 years after, it's certainly gotten a lot easier. You know, we. I have to say, total respect. Uh, getting into the world of, I'm doing it now. It is terrifying. The fact mm. you guys are being so mm. well for 13 years yeah. is phenomenal, right? <laughs> yeah. So we're, we're in the IT business. Yeah. Um, we, we started by, I remember the first company we registered, it was, it was in town. It was called African Messaging System. Nice. Yeah. So, uh, I have a tech background. So um, uh, at some point I was doing, I, I did a lot of work with Microsoft and I will. Uh, Sorry you for know. you. Sorry. <laughs> I'm a Googler, so I had to say that. Well, thank God that was, that was almost 10 years ago. So now we do things differently now. We didn't know any better at that time. Anyway. Yeah, yeah. So, no, Microsoft, we do love this guy talking about? But we still do work with Microsoft. Yeah. Uh, we, we do work with this Microsoft. is not a, an official company statement. 
but don't want to burn those bridges. We love you, Microsoft. I think it's actually an important point because uh, about five years ago, we started talking about how we can start making things out of Africa ourselves instead of yeah. consuming things from overseas. And, and that's where we began this journey of wanting to uh, help solve Africa problem. Brilliant. And, so, and so give us some ideas of the problems you've solved. Okay. Well, absolutely. Um, we've built a couple of apps that are in the store. I guess we yeah. will get a chance to talk about yeah. some of the challenges that yeah. we faced with yes. that as well. Yes. Because uh, in a way, we sort of felt like some of the challenges that we've actually faced in the past five years has led us to expand our vision a little bit. Mm. And I'll give you an idea. So two years ago... Um, I was in Santing with my wife. It was a Christmas. My wife enjoyed shopping. so Like I all would... wives? Yeah, that's a problem. Yeah. Uh, do they all shop together? I think they Some kind of wives club, right? I think they're in the same group. So they sort of communicate. Same WhatsApp group. So, you know, after two hours walking around in the store looking for stuff that are on special. And, and I thought, no, man, life should be a lot more easier than this. There should be a way you should use, you can use geolocation to be able to find items that are on special in, in a certain awesome. geo distance from you, you know. Yeah. And then we sort of sat down next to a restaurant and we thought, okay, let's look online. Maybe there's an app in a store. Yeah. You know, let's, let's, let's see. Yeah. We download it. We can find a store that has stuff on special. We could probably pay for it. And then we go collect. Well, two hours later, we couldn't find anything. So I thought, well, we're in the IT business. We're in the software business. We're going to build one. Superb. So um, a year after, we had a prototype. And one of one of the challenge I think we didn't think about at the beginning was, well, it's it's sort of like a chicken and egg thing. You have a platform. You expect some of these big marketplace, stores. Marketplace, right? Yeah, mm. marketplace. It's absolutely. Yeah. You expect some of these big stores to sort of give you product, and then they come to you and say, are we going to, are we going to be on the platform alone? And we said, no. Well, you're going to be on the platform with other big stores as well. And they said, no, we don't want to do that. You know, we That's don't, crazy thinking, right? They don't think about the scale. Yeah, it's, it's, they all yeah. want to have their shops in the same shopping center, right. but they don't want to put their stuff in the same marketplace. Which is yeah. bizarre. Of, which is sort of sad yeah. because I think anyone who is in business should think about who is going to consume their product or services. And if they're not thinking about their consumers, then... Well, I don't want to say they're in the wrong business, but obviously they have a different idea of business. And we thought consumers should be should come first. Yeah. You know? Yeah. And for them it was a different story. They mm. didn't want to be in a platform that helped consumers compare product or prices. Yeah. Because they weren't offering the best value. Absolutely. Absolutely. And we also see this in corporate. I think this is yeah, sort totally. of like a the number one challenge of corporate yeah. in South Africa and probably around the world mm. is how do you work with other how do you yes. how do you work as a community instead yeah. of you know trying to serve i suppose these shareholders yeah. right the me, so, me, me the me, yeah, yeah so we so driven by this idea to maximize profit and that's what they teach us at business school. Uh, they do. Um, exactly. But you know, if we really want to solve these challenges and if we really want to solve problems that will for example in South Africa today, right? I had this crazy statistic. 30 million people live in poverty in yes, South Africa. I, I saw that. In it's South it's over 50%. Today. God, I feel over, ill. Yeah. No, over 50%. No, it's yeah. it's Yeah. Then they lie about the numbers. Yeah. They lie about, about the, numbers. the numbers. I mean, our unemployment figures just in the youth are, are sitting at about 57%. Mm. Yeah. This is a ticking time bomb. What, we have what, you people know? who are educated who can do jobs 
I'm like, in our jobs. industry, there's yeah. so many jobs in yeah. tech, right. but we're just not preparing them right. It's, uh, okay, it's well, a bigger problem than what I'm moaning about in it, tech, it, right? It, it is a bigger problem, and I think it comes back to the shareholder maximization. Yeah, yeah. You know, I mean, it's so bad in the states that they've actually legislated this, so you can be sued as a CEO if you're not maximizing profits. It's what happened to what? Yeah, it hap- it's what so happened it's to maximize. I thought they would take it back and say not about no, maximizing no, no, profits. No, 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 no. Because I mean, profit focused. Uh, institutions are killing our planet. Well, this is what happened with uh, Jeff Emmelt from GE. Yeah. I mean, he did incredible things and he was building a sustainable business. And the most sustainable businesses in the world are family run businesses because they, they look at the long term. Mm. Yet there's a, there's new legislation in the States around shareholder activism. If you are not making enough money. Is this a, for, is this a Trump? No, 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 no. I'm no. really feeling like no, no, oh, no, we're no, going to get no. a Trump vibe. Yeah, no, yeah. no, no, no. <laughs> Trump's an outcome of this. You, you know, he, he's, he's no, the end. He's, he's, he's a byproduct yeah. of this. But, but the, the, the reality is uh, CEOs are terrified about not maximizing shareholder. I mean, we don't have it quite as bad yet. Yeah. But when, when, and this is why Wall Street is so all-powerful and why the banks are so all-powerful. It, re- it really is. It's it's a very very terrifying. Don't look at me like that. I'm, I'm just saying, telling you the truth. No, I'm thinking to myself. No comment on the banks. I've, I've still got two weeks left. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so she's still a banker. Please. But you no, know, so, I'm so, going on a point yeah. there. Yeah, I mean, like, look, there's nothing wrong with profit, right? Yeah. Yeah. Every you business exists. You have to have to make it. profit. Otherwise, you're going to be out of business, and then you're not saving exactly. anyone. Yeah. But I think if we try and just focus on creating value. Yes. Um, for our people, creating value for customers. Yes. Profit is a byproduct, right? Mm-hmm. And that's where I feel most corporates, going back to Gideon's point about yes. you develop this technology and then someone says, well, am I going to be the only one on it? I can't coexist with other parties, other stakeholders. I need to be solo on this, right? And then we Bull say, oh, snap. Bull yeah. website yeah, thing. Yeah, I know. I mean, we're not going to do that, right? 100%. So, we need to sort of like figure out how do we build together, right? Sorry, go for it. Yeah, no, yeah. I, I just, I, you're raising such a powerful point because it's about the business model. It's not about the application. Because yeah. if we look at, let's just take Uber as an example. It's a financial instrument. It's mm. not a company because right. their job is to maximize as much profit and extract as much possible value out of the market for a, a very small group of individuals. Mm-hmm. So it's killing a whole lot of industry. So we think it's a brilliant concept yeah. and idea, and, and on one level it, it really is. Mm-hmm. But the cost of Uber to, mm-hmm. to, to us as a society globally, mm-hmm. it's an extractive model, and it's designed for one purpose only, to be listed on the, on the stock exchange. It's no, the same. Mike, no, Mike, no, Mike, no, no Mike. Is, I, I heard Travis. He said <laughs> it was to save on parking and carbon dioxide emissions. <laughs> I heard him. I yeah, heard him say yeah, it. Yeah, 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 yeah. I actually like how this is going back and forth because change is something that we always contend with. Yes. You know, I don't have a problem with a new technology that changes the way we think. Mm. I think that's what we it's inevitable. move forward. Mm. Yeah. Absolutely. However, um, coming back to the point we were having earlier, um, having been in business for this much time, I think profit is very important. Let's mm. not forget about <laughs> yes, it. Yes. the sole problem. You can't just focus yes. on profit, right? But, yeah. but and, and cash flow before profit. Everyone's faces. Ray has an accounting background. And yeah. He's been doing our books for a couple of months now. And every now and then he's always saying, oh, guys, well, maybe we have enough to survive for the next six months. So how do we think past six months? Yeah. Yeah, exactly. so he's 
Israel. Let's yeah. go. Let's which bump I this. <laughs> which I think yeah. is important. I think an but element that's still pretty that good, though. Not many businesses can say that. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Yeah. So I, I think an element of humanity is what we're missing. You know, if your yes. business gets to a point where you can survive for a while, then I think you should start thinking about how to make a difference. Yes. Because the biggest aspect of you, you wouldn't have to worry about profit if you're solving problems. That's no. just how I see it. No. I think I love that idea. I think that's a beautiful yeah, idea. If you're really providing a good service and mm. you understand the nature of customer satisfaction and you understand the idea around how do we make things better, money would just be a byproduct of a job well done. Yeah. yeah. You know? mm. So in a way, it, business is a good thing. And I think it gives you a platform. I remember the one time uh, a couple of years ago, I was sitting with Jeff and we were retrospecting and we were like, wow, Jeff, we had no idea we would be where we are today. I mean, once the one thing that I really appreciated about what we've done is how many people that sometimes do not qualify for the work that we've been able to give give a chance Mm. to, you know, like Obama would say, anyone can when given a chance, Mm. I think. So when you give someone a chance and you provide appropriate mentorship for them, they can grow tremendously. People have talents. You just need to know how to take it out as well. I agree. That's Mm. beautiful. So actually on that note, um, one of the things that got me really excited when talking to you Mm. was about your vision on helping people less fortunate solve problems and you've been working on this for a while yes absolutely well it's been almost five years now and you see uh five weeks ago i had an opportunity actually uh, a week ago i got back from the u.s and um i was there with my family for five weeks Mm. and i had an opportunity to compare the environment uh the more western environment yes silicon valley (laughs) yes absolutely (laughs) you know and um, a lot of people always talk about how Africa doesn't produce entrepreneurs, yeah. you know, and, and they put all those plans together on how to uh, make sure we have more entrepreneurial spirit in our youth. But the unfortunate thing is that we're not talking about the essentials, you know, someone yes. who cannot afford a place to stay, food on a table, you know, mm. where the next meal is going to come. You know, how is it going to think about being an entrepreneur? Mm. Some of some of us maybe have privilege. We have parents who probably gave us the opportunity to have yes. good education, mm. and that became an asset as we grew up. But in in South Africa, most especially, I'm married to a woman who is from Soweto, who is a lawyer, graduated from vets, and every single time we go back home on on a weekend, I'm always amazed as to how much poverty and how much people just walk around and they have no idea what to do. Mm. You know, and then we started thinking, well, if we are okay, how do we help? Yeah. You know, how do we make a difference? How do we uh, help people who cannot stand up, stand up? So we started by interviewing people and saying, well, we will start with a circle of friends and say, you you just graduated high school. What do you want to do? I want to go into business. What kind of business? I have no idea. Well, mm. how passionate are you really about? You're about in the passion, right? Yeah, often, absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. Shit. You know, and then they go, well, we don't know. Okay, cool. Well, why don't I give you 2,000 rand? You come to my office every day for the next one month, yeah. you know, and then you can just shadow the things that we do. And if this is really what you want, then we can help you get started on something. Beautiful. Yeah. And, Beautiful. And, and that lights it up, right? Because you've got to learn what you don't like as much as what you do like. I think that's almost more important. Definitely. Yeah. Because it's easy to identify what you don't like. No, definitely. Yeah. Definitely. Yeah. And what we have found is 
most people would say, oh, I love marketing. And then mm-hmm. you put them in an environment where there's a lot of marketing. Running campaigns, spreadsheets, go, and doing <laughs> PowerPoint presentation. I'm not bought for this. <laughs> and, and they're like, yeah. uh, actually, this is not yeah. what, <laughs> what I, I had in What mind. I thought was, you know. Yeah. Yeah. And, and that brings us to a topic that my wife and I always talk about. You know, I think everyone who comes out of high school should always take a gap year. Like at least yeah. one year. Go out there in the industry, test the waters. Yeah. If there's three months in different industry, just just check things out. Yeah. You want to be a doctor. You've never been in a doctor's office. You mm. have no idea what it's like. I have to admit, I wouldn't want Mike in his gap year being my doctor. <laughs> He's like, I want, to, I want to do an examination, Brett. Bend over. No, I'm very effective with a hammer. <laughs> <laughs> very effective. Yeah. Well, yeah. Uh, Brett is on your case today, so yes, <laughs> this, this is just the normal. Wait, wait, wait till it starts getting a bit revved up. Yeah. So, Sorry, as we take a side note, yes, there. yes. move so, on. So I think we've been going about this for five years, and Ray coming on board uh, about a year now has helped us put together a structure, okay. and we sort of have a plan now. We we know where we're going. We know what we're trying to achieve, and it took us a while to get there. But I think one of the slogan that we had is. One solution every year. You okay. Know. So one, it's that one African solution. Yeah. One African solution every year. I just, year. yeah, that gets me crazy excited. And I was about to say wet. You just watching me drink my water. Like I, yeah, yeah, I was watching how you're drinking water. And that's it. wet. Yeah, but I'm equally excited there. about it. Um, I'm going to have a long talk to your wife about that toilet seat. <laughs> yeah. I have to admit, I, I, I'm so excited about that. But wouldn't it be cool if, if our government, right, tried this? Just <sighs> one problem a year and all of us yes. are focusing on solving this one problem because our government has this obsession with yeah. job creation. Yeah. Right? I know we need jobs. Yeah. Yes. The unemployment rate is super high. Yeah. Right? Yes. But, again, it goes back to value creation. 100%. Jobs are a byproduct of, a value. Yeah. of, of value. What yes. value do we want to deliver? Right? As South Africa, As globally, South, yes. what is our value to this, this kind of global economy? Mm. Exactly. What right, is right. it? Um, Gold? Yeah. Diamonds? Yeah. Yeah. But, but, but What's it's the real value? Yeah, it's yeah. an interesting point, though, because, I mean, by the very nature – Government cannot create jobs. Yeah. I mean, I mean if, you, if you're arguing that government must create jobs, you do not understand. Like civil economics. servants. No, no. But, I mean, there's only so much c- civilians. Exactly. exactly. <laughs> I mean, government's offer, got two responsibilities. Yeah. Really, it's to, to pump money into the economy through massive I infrastructure projects, um, which stimulates the demand. But it's also got the responsibility to enable the entrepreneurial spirit. Yeah. From a regulatory point of view, right? Uh, absolutely. And I mean, and the uh, rest is up to us. Yeah. And, the and actual... I think the actual vision has yeah. to come from from individuals that are solely driven to see a a, a you know a better a better world mm. or a better country or a better mm. nation. You know, for me, I think the primary thing that has always been driving me has been, well, I want to live in Africa that is self-sustaining. You know, yeah. and I think that's where our biggest problem is. You know, most African countries, maybe some others are, but most African countries are not. Yeah. Um, you know, and it sort of got us on this path where we think if we can solve our problem by creating alternative technology and solutions to the things that we consume the most, first of all, it'll be more African. Yes. You know? 
And second of all, it would also create jobs because it it wouldn't just be Microsoft coming to South yeah. Africa to set up an office and hiring. And they're never going to gonna, they're never going to hire a massive amount yeah. of people. No, they're not. Our market is so small compared to everywhere else Absolutely. that we're the last on the pile. And, and we most cannot rely on global organisations sure. to be setting up their own infrastructures. Uh, they could invest, mm. stimulate. But unfortunately, it's also because we're not doing anything. Mm. And yeah. that's just the real truth. Mm. Um, nobody wants to sacrifice a lifetime to create something that is uh, essential, something yeah. that, yeah. you know. And I think that's one of the things. We've given up a lot of things. We've given up good jobs. We've given up uh, not because we want it, obviously, because we, this is really something that we want to do. Yeah. And that's the reason we've gone this path. And we hope, I mean, some of the outcome of this conversation we're having will be a lot of people that will be inspired to want to do so. Fantastic. And, you yeah. know, and we're not just having dreams here. We actually have a plan. So what is this plan? Tell, okay. t t tell me how you're going to execute. I mean, you've made a bold statement. You put it out there. Mm. We're going to solve an African problem. Yes. One problem a year. One, One a year. problem a year. Absolutely. I mean, that's beautiful. The focus there is what we need, right? Mm. So important. How? Okay. Well, I'm, I'm just going to start it off and then Ray will help me out because mm. he's been helping with a lot of the mm. planning. I tend to get too much into the tech aspect than anything else. So here's how we thought about it. Um, well, we don't want Silicon Valley in Africa or anything. Mm. We just want to solve a problem. Mm. So we want to you know, we want to cut to the chase. And we have five phases of plans that we've put together that will help us achieve this. And we want to kill as many birds as possible while we're doing it. So yeah. first phase, uh, I'll just summarize it, and then yeah. we can go into yeah. details as yeah. we go. And then you can ask questions yeah. around that, yeah. is recruitment. Yeah. And I'm not talking about recruitment, recruitment for a company or anything like that. So how did we come about this phase? What are the biggest challenges? When we first started and I thought, okay, well, I've got a couple of friends who are in IT, they're software developers, they're really good. And I thought, guys, well, we've identified a couple of problems in government. Let's help them solve it. Let's go away. You leave your job, you come with me. And then they will say, you're crazy. Yeah. You know, and I would be really frustrated because, I mean, it made sense to me, but for them, well, risk. They're screaming yeah. risk. Absolutely. Why? Security. Safe job at a bank. Why? <laughs> <laughs> so, about a year after, I started realizing the reason why. They have responsibility, they have cars that they have to pay for, they have, you know, all these things that they, they're expected to service mm. on a monthly basis. And I thought, okay, cool. Then how do we solve that problem? And we thought, if we go to Varsity, for example, and we do some sort of interview and we vet and we get the top students that are just graduating out of varsity. They don't have a job yet. They have no idea where they're going. And then we just tell them, take a year break. Like, there's going to be incentives after the program if the program comes out successful. And then we take like 25 people from the top universities in the country and then we take them away for some research, some prototype of some sort. You know, and then yeah, and, 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 and when we take them, right, so the idea is we are upfront that we are solving this one challenge. We'll provide you with whatever you need for the year to get your mind at ease, right? So you don't have yeah. to worry about, you know, what you're going to eat. You don't have to yeah. worry about rent. So Sounds like Google, right? You know, yeah, don't we, worry about food. Don't yeah. worry about your laundry. Don't worry about how to get to work. We take don't, care of that. Take right? care yeah. of that. But then the idea is after this idea yeah. or this problem has been solved, then we can engage in terms of, okay, you were part of this from the start. What are you getting out? Yeah. You know, 
what do you want then okay. to to because it's no good yeah. starting and say we're all squabbling because that's how it starts no. in business right yeah. oh, I want this share of no. business I'm going to set up the entities and we all faff around yeah. on the regulations and the paperwork and the who owns what mm. but actually nothing's been solved yeah. yet Absolutely. on paper no, you're a shareholder on Absolutely. paper you're a director yeah. and we yeah. love titles right like mm, I am a founder <laughs> of <laughs> nothing we've got <laughs> We've got so, the founder syndrome. Everyone yeah, is yeah. a founder of something. Yeah. But, you know, we let's build first. Yes. Then yes. we can yeah. start discussing Absolutely. who owns what. And, you yeah. know. So we created this wheel that would be fed by these talented young stars that are driven that we would have, uh, you know, selected in a way. And then we take them away. So we would, uh, we recently acquired a facility somewhere not very far from Midrand, uh, yeah. small yeah. of a fam land. Yeah. You know, we want to build our own little Google there, you know, so okay, a few fantastic. apartments, yeah. a few swimming pool, table tennis, long yeah. tennis. When he says so facility, when he says already, facility, right? it's just land. But in our minds, right? in yeah. our minds, we see the facility, well, right? Yeah. That's, that's yeah. how we have to yeah. see it. And you're moving forward. Absolutely. Absolutely. And, you know, initially we wanted a place. There's actually a very long story. I don't know if we have enough time to talk about it. We wanted a place that is really far from anything civilization. So you can't wake up tomorrow and say, okay, I need to go see my uh, grandmother or anything like that. So we engaged with um, a municipal manager somewhere in Eastern Cape. We found this place called uh, Ufundesweni, yeah. which is in um, Eastern Cape. It's yeah. really far. I mean, the nearest McDonald's is like 150 k's from there. Yeah. Huge facility. That's amazing. a good thing, though. Hmm? McDonald's sucks. <laughs> yeah, it does. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm just saying, next civilization, basically. Yeah. You know, and then... Uh, obviously, the idea needed a lot of support. I mean, we're not here to ask for funding. I mean, w- obviously, we're also putting this out there to see if anyone is crazy enough to believe yeah. in this idea and want to help. Yeah. Not necessarily, it doesn't necessarily have to be money. They have to be mixed into the same passion Absolutely. that you guys have in solving this problem. And I think that is important. If you yeah, are out absolutely. there and you are listening to this and you want to be part of solving this problem, I think we, we'll put all your details, your contact details yes. and everything on the yeah. site. I think it's important to get the community together yeah. and let's figure out how we're going to solve it. Mm. Yeah. And what is nice about this is, I mean, we, we're creating something different, but we're taking experience from companies that have been run successfully that we've all known and seen. Yes. And mm. we're taking ideas from them. And I think that's one of the reasons why I went to the U.S. as well to sort of make some findings. And so the process is simple. We hire we take away, we build a prototype, we unveil. So, you know, like. So a, these are your five, five points then? Yes, you, I'm going to those five okay, points. Yeah. So, mm. so the first point is recruitment. So, yes. and we're going to do it in a very special way. Yeah. And then the second point is we take them away, we give them everything they need, we tell them what we need to build. Once that is built, then we unveil. Okay. And when we unveil, we would have a big event, like in something yeah. and say, hey, yeah. we've solved one problem. And this is not a Mickey Because you need problem. the focus, right? You need mm. people to be contributing. Absolutely. It's like yeah. an open source kind of solution, Absolutely. right? Absolutely. Yeah. And then we invite governments, we invite private sectors, and we unveil the solutions. Okay. You know, and because we, we believe if we are able to carry the expense of you know, retaining 25 people under a facility for a year, building something. Once this, that product becomes a reality, we should be able to get the support from private sector, mm. public sector, government mm. to be able to carry that forward mm. and make that a business. Because mm. in that okay. 12 months, it's not even a business yet. In fact, I suppose your challenges 
for the average South African, for instance, yeah. is there are a lot of those barriers. I need a facility to be able to code in. I need a computer. I need I access. Need I need, I need f- actually food. Let's I just start there. Because yeah. we always think, it, oh, it's guys who have just finished university. They get access to this. Yeah. But actually, it could be anybody who has a talent and passion to be able to code and solve problems. Yes, absolutely. And what is nice about that is, obviously, after we unveil, Mm. and then we sort of get sponsorship maybe from government Mm. and they want to use the solution, Mm. then we can maybe have in the city center have a facility built for all those people that have been under the same roof. Mm. I mean, obviously, there's an immense collaboration strength between those people. They've been under the same roof for for more than a year. So So it's just a bit like Big Brother. Ha. <laughs> Actually, that's the five stage. Oh, no. It's beautiful. Yeah. Okay, so we've got to get to four then. You're very clever, Brett. Yeah. <laughs> he, he's just got to... Uh, just pretend. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so so we recruit, we develop. That's the second. Yeah. We yeah. unveil. That's yes. the third. And the fourth is we are going to make sure every single process for 12 months is recorded. The meetings... The process, the development. The you say recorded TV, film, yes. yeah, yes. code, TV, TV. TV. Big TV. brother, come on, it's big man. brother. Yeah, no, no, yeah. but I'll come from the bank when I hear recorded. I'm picturing someone writing notes on a piece of paper. Yeah, yeah my minutes. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> there we go. And and there's a very specific reason for this, guys. I mean, mm. this is we're not doing this just for fun. This is mm. not about a fantasy of a bunch of guys in a room who wants to show off, who wants to be on TV. The real reason why we thought recording it would be very helpful is a lot of people spend time watching Big Brothers today. I mean, what is the value? I have nothing against Big Brother. I mean, my wife does watch Big Brother. but I'm interested to see what happens in the shower scenes. (laughs) Is that not what people watch it for? (laughs) It's the only value I can see. (laughs) Exactly. So I th- Mike's I'm, nodding furiously. No, there, I'm, I'm actually going. No, I, I'm not sure I even want to see that part of it. So just imagine for a second that whatever we've built has been accepted by the government. It's now in circulation. It's now in use. Then we need to show the world how we built it. Beautiful. So you create oh, a TV beautiful. series. It airs once a Got week it. for 45 minutes, and people just see the start. So the we should train them how to be yeah. lean and agile, Absolutely. and how to work that way, and coding standards and business decisions that need to be made and it's going to be broadcast to anyone who wants to watch I mean if you think about it this is education this is what education should look like right not you know you you watch your own people solving your own problem yeah in creating heroes you know like in your generation right Instead of us reading about all these ancient people who solve problems that are not necessarily relevant in our own context. And then what do we do? Copy paste. And you know, and then we try and copy paste all these things that come from foreign nations and we think they will solve our problems. So the idea here is really to also rethink how we educate people. Okay. Um, You know, for sure. So how do you actually uh, choose the problem? Ah, very good questions. So yeah. when we said one problem every year, we mean whoever is chairing 
the first problem has to be someone who is in a specific industry, a vertical industry, who understand the need in that industry. Mm. And that person would chair that entire process for 12 months. In the next month or the next year, for example, it doesn't have to be IT. It could be a medical research that you want to do to solve problems regarding Beautiful. You know, it could be yeah. HIV. The year after, it could yeah. be automobile. Before you know oh, it, so you 10 years from now. solving more yeah. and more yeah. problems and it gets bigger and Bigger and bigger. This no, is fantastic. The idea yeah. is repeat. Yeah. Because remember, not only do we want to create African-grown com- companies, we also want to teach people how these companies are built. We want to touch every single industry. So in 10 years, we would have had 10 different companies built out of Africa, not just by individuals who are profit-driven, but also wanting to solve problems. Yeah, And these are things that we can consume on a regular basis. So one of the ideas that we, we want to solve first, we have quite a few of them catalogued, is a service delivery problem in South Africa. Yeah. That, that needs yes. urgent attention. Mm. And I don't see any company taking that on. Mm. So we, Just identify the problem. Yes. Identify it and you'll work through it Absolutely. through the process of Absolutely. innovating. Absolutely. How to solve it. Yeah. So to give you an idea what this yeah. problem is, yeah. this is one of the problems we thought that we could solve. Obviously, we still need vetting process to go mm. through with it as well. I'm worried if you want to share it. I'm, <laughs> really fine, you know? I'm worried about IP. Yeah. Did we sign anything? Yeah. <laughs> this, is, this is the IP, right? Yeah, yeah there I we mean, go. You're signing is, it. Yeah, exactly. It's a digital right copyright. Uh, <laughs> it's copyrighted right now. Yeah. So we, we have a friend um, who has been helping with with understanding government processes. His name is Tembelani. He yeah. used to be an IT manager yeah. in Eastern Cape. And he brought this problem to us and said, you know, service delivery is a problem in this country. And unfortunately, every year, right at the beginning of the year, every yes. word will sit. People in an area will sit and say, oh, this is what we want in our area. And then that gets taken to the parliament. Budget is created. And the unfortunate thing is that 1% of the population of every area attend those meetings. I bet right now you've yeah. never attended any of those yeah. meetings before. Yeah. So this is 21st century. Yeah. If I have a phone and an app in my f- in, in, on my phone, for example, yeah. if I see a broken robot, I can take a photo and it will capture my current location. And yes. it helps them prioritize, right? Yes, yes absolutely. And it would send it yeah. off to some centralized mm. location. Mm. And then, you know, at the end of maybe January, they take all this information, they prioritize it, they create budgets. And when these things are being done, the same app will communicate notifications to you that, oh, we've scheduled this. This is what we've approved for this fiscal year. You know, we've scheduled the development of that road. We've scheduled the, you know, fixing of that problem in your area. And then you can follow that process. And everyone will be able to participate. And, and it holds them accountable. Absolutely. Yeah. yeah. There's transparency. Yeah. Yeah. This is fabulous. Yeah. yeah. But, but you, know, yeah. you know, there's a challenge with transparency. Of course. That, you know, mm. once you want to build transparent processes, mm. Uh, someone is benefiting from processes that are not transparent. Yeah. So yeah, exactly. you're sort of like taking someone's cheese now. Yeah. But Which is going to be your challenge, right? That's yeah. going to be hard. That, that, challenge is, getting that is one in, of the right? challenges. Yeah. But, so but I think that's the reason why most corporates yeah. are not uh, attempting some of these problems. Yeah. They see the challenge. and But, you know, Uber didn't ask for permissions before they built it. Correct. You know, Facebook didn't yeah. go around saying, hey, how would you feel about yeah. something that helps you share your thoughts, right? Mm. Let's build it. Let's put it out there. Let's see if people would use it. Yeah. And if it's such a great idea and the government refuses to use it, then we should hold them accountable. So I'm waiting for Mike to jump in here <laughs> and provide you with some consultancy. Because <laughs> I, I know can. what he's going to say. Which we're so You're looking for something that is secure, transparent, 
distributed. It's called a blockchain. <laughs> <laughs> it is you called a blockchain. You go, Let's, you've got to build this on the blockchain. Uh, yeah. you like build yeah, yeah. it there. Well, 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 it, well, it makes sense because, I mean, that's, right. that's the future. But, that's but, your build it anywhere. That, yeah. That's central yeah, point, your blockchain. Uh, absolutely. And, and it takes, it, it takes uh, the, the, the pressure off the government. Right. Um, so, but, but just a question though, why do we need to do it in a year? Why can't we do it in six months? Absolutely. That's a very good question. Because I mean, the speed of change is happening faster and faster. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Well, we've actually been prototyping this in the office. So, uh, thanks to MICT CETA and yeah. Microsoft. Yeah. We, we, now I'm loving we, Microsoft. We've, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> we've combined a program called Student to Business Program that Microsoft has provided us and MICT. And we've taken students from TUT. We've taken this year alone. Uh, and last oh last year we took more than thirty five students from TUT, yeah. and we took them through some sort of prototype of some sort to say okay first three months we're going to do extensive training get everybody on the same level of skills the next three months or one month we're going to plan what we're going to build and the last three months we're sort of going to build something and nice. what is nice about that is that we get funding from MICT to pay these people's stipends Excellent. and then mm. we get support from Microsoft to provide them with exams so if even if it doesn't work out at the end of six months they're they coming go, out with the quali- they're coming out with serious experience yeah. yeah and you know the Guys. first batch of people that we run this through yeah. one of them is actually our CTO right now yeah. fantastic guy he he's really good at his job and you know and he's very passionate as well so it doesn't necessarily have to be one year but if we want to start i mean we may have spoken about the service delivery problem but if i break it down it really is a large system and it doesn't necessarily have to be one year it could yeah, be three you do literate you do an yeah. mvp yeah. get it out yeah. there get it out and then there, you, get you'll it deliver it better Absolutely. so i mean you guys are uh, on the cutting edge of rethinking problem solving and Correct. i just Love the way that you're uh, – I was with someone this morning who kept drawing a box <laughs> and saying, how do we get people out of the box? You clearly don't have boundaries. You're not in Correct, a box. Yeah. And you need to be spreading that kind of word of like, don't lock yourself in a box. Absolutely. And I think it's at this time of the show where we need to throw this forward. I mean, you guys yeah, already – I feel like you're a year ahead of the rest of the world in the thinking of this. Now, if – I'm going to make an attempt at this. Mm-hmm. I'm throwing it a bit forward. And I'm, I'm picturing um, – um, kind of pop-up facilities right. around uh, communities or townships that are in remote areas that never had connectivity, that provide connectivity to most of the community. And, uh, and I just see these really dynamic squads coming together yeah. and people are crowdsourcing problems they have and you're kind of filtering it into this process where people solve their own problems. Is that where we're going with this? I mean, it needs to, Mm. right? It needs to because imagine now if um, each community in a way is solving their own problem, (laughs) right? Because that's that's the idea. At at the end of the day, one individual or a group of individuals like Gideon and myself, yeah. there's only so much we can, we can do. do. But Great. the idea is yeah. if we can prove that something works, yes. if we prove a methodology yeah. that is then applicable across all these communities in our country, you know, then our idea of solving one problem a year becomes, you know. One problem and 
each community, community seventeen yeah. so you get the scale. Yeah. Next year, you do two problems. You've doubled. Exactly. You're you're moving faster than oh, Moore's exponential law. Exponential growth. Yeah. Exponential yeah. growth. Yeah. You, you guys are solving another element of exponential yeah. growth. Yeah. Um, I mean, I get excited because cloud is about reducing the access to infrastructure. Yeah. Um, uh, the internet is about leveling the playing fields of knowledge. Correct. You guys are starting to think about how do we bring all of this and make it truly accessible yeah. mm. to the, the, the least privileged person. person. And there's so much talent sitting there because they didn't go through the traditional schooling and corporate structures and yeah. shaping. They're going to be learning differently and solving problems differently. And they want to own the, the, their own solutions. They, you know, and there's pride in that, yeah, right? Absolutely. Yeah. absolutely. I think how good it does feel, right? When you've got your For own sure. business and you've solved your own problem. Yeah, <laughs> yeah absolutely. Yeah. And you're earning enough money at the end of every year, able to afford the food, mm. rent, mm. school fees. It sounds like you we're a bunch of entrepreneurs. We all know what yeah, that feels like, right? right? <laughs> yeah, absolutely. 100%. Um, yeah. So, okay. Now. What would be able to light this up further? Because yeah. again, it, it's, you're rolling out infrastructure. Mm. I mean, what happens if we had to throw it out further? And I, I say throw it out further. And then this is an exercise I remember doing in Google where they would say to me, okay, so you want to solve this problem in South Africa. Mm. What about if we solve it for the whole of Africa? And I'd be mm. like, oh, okay. <laughs> and, and then they go, well, actually, no, no, throw it out further. The whole emerging markets. Mm. And I go, okay. And then they'd go, so you've got unlimited resource spread, mm -hmm. unlimited access to the brand, Correct. unlimited funding. Like, what could you do? Mm. And you sit there and, you, and you're kind of thinking, well, I'm now going to explode my idea. And yeah. then when you put your idea out there, they turn to you and say, you have no access to resources, yeah. money or anything, because yeah. that's how an entrepreneur yeah. starts. Right. How far do you see this working? Like, is this something that's that yeah. scalable that we can solve the entire emerging markets problem-solving dilemma? One of the reasons why we thought about putting this on television mm. is so that we can change the culture of how people think. You know, yes. Boom. I was very surprised uh, at the Valley in the U.S. how people think. Yeah. People don't think about registering a company or putting together some documentation, shareholdings. They just solely focus on the essential things. Like, let's solve the problem first and let's yeah. get it to market as quickly as possible. If we get good response, then let's form a company. Yeah. We all know what we did to get the product out there. Yeah, absolutely. And that's number one. Number two is something that I saw that is really amazing is people's ability to put their money where they can clearly see this thing might not work. And they would throw $5 million US dollar at you for the next one year. You know, just the, the nature of case, venture yeah. capitalism. We don't have yeah. it in Africa. We don't, right? We, yeah. we don't have it. But we've got to stimulate. We've got to give it a reason exactly. to happen, right? Exactly. And sometimes if we can, through this program, give people the confidence that they need to go out there and say, because that's really what it is. I mean, we had an incident in the office today and we were talking about it on our way here. You know, we had this young operations uh, manager that we brought in and, and, you know, he had his own idea how he wanted to do things. And, you know, and I said, listen, you've got to get it right now, right from the beginning. This is not about you. This is a team effort, mm. you know, mm. and sometimes this people, people do things from a very honest place. That's all they know. Yeah. So, 
our goal is that if this is aired, and a lot of people are able to sit on a Tuesday evening for 45 minutes and watch a bunch of people just talk about how they're going to solve a problem and the challenges that they will face, for example, we think that would stimulate a lot of people that would help them understand the process of creating a business, for example, yeah, or solving absolutely. a problem. And that way, more and more people can go out there and say, well, I want to do this. This is how I'm going to go about it. You don't really need much. Yeah, I mean, yeah. I, a lot of people always say being an entrepreneur is difficult. Yeah. I think it's difficult when you have this idea that you need to drive a Mercedes, you need to live in a posh area. You need as to quickly as you can before actually building the business. <laughs> yeah. Yes. You know, what? I mean, I'm a CIO of a company that makes almost 10 million on a year and I drive a Toyota Yaris. Yeah. For me, exactly. it works. It takes me yeah. from one place to another. Those are not the essential things to me. Yeah. I feel like whatever sacrifice I make now will help my, my children and my children's yeah. children. Yeah. Hopefully yeah. someone else's children, you know. The Absolutely. American dream is real. I mean, yeah. I saw it for myself. They have created a united of nation that have created something so profound. I mean, the the um, job um, unemployment rate there is two percent. Literally every single place we went to, they had a sign outside that says we're hiring. That's you know? beautiful. Yeah. And they pay an average of ten dollars an hour. They have mm. a walk-in interview. Yeah. You don't have to make an appointment just walking and say, sure. uh, I want to be a teal whatever. And they'll yeah. give you a job right there on the spot and give you $10. And the standard of living there is so unbelievable. Yeah. It's so unbelievable, Chip. So I mean, culture is fundamental to this. Like is, I see it yeah. in corporate yeah. about changing. And it looks like we have to change our entire I want to say belief, but it feels like confidence system. <laughs> it's a confidence no, system. It, it is a belief system. It comes back to the point about shareholder maximization. I mean, yeah. we've got to make a profit, yeah. but not yeah. at the expense of the entire system. You know, there's the, the idea that floats around now that it's, it's the operating system, and we've got to fix the operating system. Our right. current operating system, I mean, to put it in, into a simple word, is fucked. Yeah, it really is. No, hashtag, I, I mean, you, hashtag you, what Mike said. No, because it is. I mean, you look at um, climate change. Uh, I mean, just our unemployment. Um, you know, and it's 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 an extraction into. Yeah, it's it's a it's a big problem. So, the, but the 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 ability to change that, I think, yeah. is going to be incredibly difficult because you know what? When when you're sitting making those shareholder profits, you don't want it to change. There's no incentive to change. Yeah, to change. You really don't. So, yeah. and 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 you know, uh, it's it's going to be a big challenge. Yeah, and I yeah. think we just need to change the little things. You know, yeah. Yeah. If you go to Varsity and you come out and you get a job. Don't go off and get an expensive car. This yeah. company would do whatever they can to make sure you sign that, you know, that car. And two weeks later, you realize how much of a bad decision it You've is. You've tied yeah. into it for five years. Exactly. You're essentially yeah. tying yourself into a job mm. for five yeah. years. Yeah. There's, there's one good thing out of Uber. Yeah. You're not tying yeah. yourself yeah. into yeah. a job. Thanks, Absolutely. Uber. Yeah. I can choose when but, to but use my car. Can you not <laughs> see the trend? I mean, that's yeah. what everybody, that's, that's the yeah. nature of the 21st century. The uh, the autonomous nature of service delivery, it's not tied to a company or corporate or, you know, or anyone. It's essentially just mm. a bunch of people creating solutions that works for everyone. Yeah. And we're not really feeding some top executives. Well, I, yeah. I, I, I do think you, you're part of a broader shift in consciousness and change, if I can use that terms. Mm. I mean, certainly… I mean, going back to when I first started, the idea of, of you know, the, the, the anonymous 
groups and what's it, the anti-Wall Street groups. And, yeah. you, know, you know, there's been a, a, a very strong shift at a, at a groundswell. And, I mean, right. we see this with the Trump. I mean, people mm. are tired of the lies of what they've been told, the system and the status quo. Right. We see it with Brexit. It's, it's the output of it. Yeah. You know, these massive swings from the left, which has promised so much and mm. has failed to – to 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 the right, and I'm mm. starting to sound like a regular renegade report now. But, <laughs> <laughs> but let's, let's we just uh, tuned into 702. <laughs> we have. Just, <laughs> there we go. Uh, but but yeah, I mean, I think it's part of a of a deeper groundswell that not many people are seeing or realizing. Because I think there are a lot of incredible solutions. You yeah. speak to people on the ground in places that are obscure, and you're like, wow, that is yeah. so amazing. Yeah, I think we need and to fund more stupid ideas. And just I think so, yes. too. You know? uh, Amen. Yes. Let's fund a, uh, an idea like going to the Mars or tunneling underground That's right. or yeah. throwing people through Elon a tube. Doing that. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Right. Like he's yeah. out there. Yeah. Let's yeah. go be bold, man. In fact, it's only stupid. Why, why don't we go and fund a nice little campus somewhere? We can build it. It's far. It's about 150 k's away from the closest McDonald's. Um, yeah. you know, I mean, it's That's not a crazy idea. Everyone who's listening to this, it's you not know a crazy what idea. Yeah. It really is. It's fantastic. But, but Brett, we're coming towards the tail end of the show, and I think oh, we need to start is. wrapping up here. Now. I do think it is. I mean, I'm, I'm going to give it a bit, bit of a, a kind of close up from my perspective. I think we've gone from um, traditional idea solving to how do we do it at scale and yes. how do we do it for the right reasons. people and the right reasons? Mm. And, and that, for me, is the future of problem solving. Absolutely. It's no longer about purely profit. It, it's no, really about solving real-world problems with real people. And the people solving the problems need yeah. to have the confidence yeah. to be able to solve it and include more people more in solving people. it. Yeah. Um, a quick kind of summary from you, Gideon, and, and, and in you, Ray, if you want to add a sure. quick summary for yourself. I think for me... We also need to redefine what we see as failure or what we think is failure. Because yeah, yeah. that's another stumbling block oh. in terms of, you know, so one might be thinking, okay, so what happens? We find this idea. And then at the end of the year, we have a really crap solution yeah. to a big problem. We set one solution to one problem a year yes. and we really end up with shit. Yeah. Uh, I think that's what could happen, right? It that's can be a good thing, right? Yeah. We've yeah. gone through and tested all of us, but we would have learned so much. Okay. Yes, you know, so absolutely. Future of problem solving. Also, it's okay to fail. Let's I, fail. I, I thought. Yes. I thought the definition of success was failure. True. <laughs> <laughs> Hashtag there we, there we go. <laughs> yeah. Uh, for me, uh, I think my biggest vision is to see Africa for Africans. You know, yeah. Africa yeah. is sustainable. Yes. You know, Africa that does not really depend on, you know, the foreign aids to survive, yeah. you know, give people the right education, give people the right nudge in the right directions, and they would blow things up. They yeah. would change the way we think about yeah. it. Yeah. You know, and, and that's what drives us. That's what drives us. That's very powerful. Mike, any final words? I, I think it just comes down to two words sustainably good. Wonderful. So, ladies and gentlemen, um, it's been a fantastic show. And if you are following us on Twitter, it is at Futurology Show. Please like, tweet, retweet, do whatever you need to do to get this message out there. Um, if you go to iTunes, please give us five stars, give us a rating, especially on any of the Android podcasts. It's been 
absolutely fabulous having our two stunning guests, Raymond and Gideon. Thank you very much. No, thank, thank you, you very much. much Thanks for having us. You guys are really paying it for us, giving us the opportunity to come here and talk about this. We really appreciate it. Well, you heard it here first on <laughs> Futurology. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, thank you very much. Thank you. Cliffcentral.com.